Hey ladies, this is Life Her Podcast. I just want you to know that I would like you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family because someone will relate and we are here to uplift and inspire women all over because somebody got to have each other's back and we all we got. So let's get started, ladies. Listen up. Hey ladies, this is Life Her Podcast, Yvette Lloyd. I would like to welcome Star Malonesome. Hey Star. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, let's see. Where do you want me to start? So my name is Star Malonesome. Um, I am a Bay Area native. So I'm in, the, in Northern California, the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, born and raised in Oakland, California. Um, I am a women's finance strategist, so I am the founder of She Building Her, and what we do is we assist women in, um, you know, strategizing to meet their, their, their financial goals, short-term and long-term. So we do that in a, a lot of different ways, investing, budgeting, saving, debt repayment, things like that. Um, I'm also a wife, a mother of two amazing sons. Um, and an HBCU graduate. I like to throw that in there. Just oh, because I, girl, you better. I, <laughs> I'm proud you of better. that. And I'm back in California now, so I don't get to really, you know, HBCUs are not big in California, so I have to put that out there when I can. What um, what HBCU did you go to? Uh, Southern University at A&M College in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Nice. I always wanted to go, but my mom didn't want me to go far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I can stay by your mom. <laughs> yeah, no, my parents were um definitely shocked. They actually did not want me to go go to Louisiana. Not even that it was an HBCU, but to um Louisiana because I'm the first person actually in my family to go to a four year college. And um so the idea of going to Louisiana was like a no go. So I had to work and buy my own plane ticket to college um, for them to be like, oh, she's serious, she's going. I'm like, yeah, so mom, either you're going to get a ticket at the same day that I get a ticket, or I'm just going to be going by myself. And she bought a ticket. We didn't even fly out there together because I bought my ticket on my own, and she had to buy the one. Oh, I was serious. Ooh, I know that's right. Now, that's motivation. (laughs) When somebody ain't moving fast, well, I'm going to move faster. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it was the best experience of my life, really. Well, one of the best experience experiences of my life. What was another best experience in your life? I mean, um, I would say, you know, just the the normal things, right? Like um, having my kids, becoming a mom, you mm-hmm. know, my, my wedding day, and then also the 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 day. I don't I don't know if it was like a day or a time, a season where I felt like I really found my purpose in life. Like, <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but people used to always say, you know, you know when you're on this journey of like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, people always say, do what, do what's your passion or do what you're good at and the money will follow or things like that. I had no idea what that meant. Like, it used to make me so frustrated when people said that because I'm just like, is there a book I can read to tell me about this? Like, what are you talking about? What is passion, purpose? Um, and I was in corporate America, so I went to school for microbiology. And so I was a microbiologist in the biotech industry for a lot of years. 
and um, I was working and I was fine. I was good at it. it. You know, I enjoyed it, but I knew that it was not what I was supposed to be doing. Um, and so the the time in which I figured out what my calling was was like one of the really best experiences of my life, which is what I'm doing now. So that's why I was able to tra- transition full time. Like this is not a side hustle for me. This is not just a business on the side. This is like my bread and meat. This is what I do. This is what you know. This is what my life consists of as far as my business. So yeah, that was another really amazing an, an amazing time in my life. Wow, that is amazing. So tell me a little bit more on how you strategize on helping women with their financial goals as far as budgeting, savings, investments, and things of that nature, especially retirement. I really like that you do the planning for retirement because a lot of us are self-business owners and some of us don't even know about our retirement while working either. Absolutely. So that you bring in some really some really good points so I hope you're ready because I am a talker okay Girl, I'm, I'm ready I'm ready <laughs> but you just triggered like three different thoughts in my mind with that question so I, I hope you're ready but um I can say um the first thing is you know finance and money and financials are, is really just one big pie and all of these different things, budgeting, saving, investing, you know, retirement plan, all these are just different pieces of the pie, right? So I find that when people try to just focus on one, like, oh, I just want to build my credit, or I just want to create a budget, or I just want to start investing in the stock market, like it, it um, you know, it'll collapse, right? Because you really have to take, you know, you have to take an individual, at a, at, at a whole, you know, a whole individual and really make sure that you're giving some attention to each area. So that's why I cover such a range of like um, financial topics. Um, but so what I do is specifically for me, and I do want to clarify, when you speak to financial professionals, they'll say short-term and long-term goals. Usually a long-term goal is 10 plus years and a short-term goal is about five years. For me, because I work with women who look like me and have similar demographics and backgrounds as I do, I know that it's more realistic to say that a long-term goal for for someone like me is five years. And a a long-term goal is five years and a short-term goal is one to two years. So I want to clarify that because if other financial professionals are listening to this, they'll, when I say long-term and short-term, they'll be thinking five and 10 years. This is going to be like right. two and five years, okay? okay? Because again, we were not, we, most of us didn't have the money conversations coming up. So we did, we don't have like the same, and I'm not going to say one is right and one is wrong, but we don't have the same um, blueprint for money as a lot of other, you know, uh, other people do, okay? So that's the first thing. Secondly, um, honestly, I got even into investing, A, because I was tired of being the cliche black woman in corporate America. I was the only um, black woman in my department and probably even in the supporting department. Um, And everybody, mostly white, Asian, white and Asian men were my coworkers. And they were very, they were very nice, very sweet, very, you know, I, I loved my coworkers, but they were talking about investing all the time. Like, this is something that they talk about just randomly sitting at the desk on lunch. You know, this is what they discuss on a normal basis. And they would explain things to me 
but it was just them explaining things to me. Like I had no prior knowledge about the stock market, about, you know, the retirement and even the way like retirement plans, 401ks and things work or that 401ks actually invest in the stock market. And that's how you make your money in your retirement plan. Like I had no idea about any of this. Right. And so I was tired of being the statistic, right? Because you don't want to be sitting there the only black person and they're having a conversation about something like that. And it's known that you don't know what's going on. You know, it was, it made me feel so small, so insignificant. I felt like even though these were my peers, I had nothing to bring to these conversations and it made me really insecure. And so that really is what, what started my, my journey um, coupled with this, underlining fear that I have inside of me that I'm going to get to a certain age over 60 and not be able to physically move around and make money the way I would like to and that I won't have enough money to support myself you know as, mm-hmm. after a certain age that's a very scary thought to me it's like oh okay you can't go out and make money like you normally would just physically and you don't have enough money to survive even comfortably from 65 or until whenever you know you meet your maker that's scary I don't want to be struggling when I'm old period I don't want to struggle so that is what got me into really focusing on what retirement is and then also investing in the stock market because I knew that I had to have multiple streams of income in order to support myself short term and long term so there's the background (laughs) wow that's the background yeah so investing is very important and I think sometimes like even for like prime example everything is the talk right now about everyone getting their stimulus check of $1,200 and um, to a point where it can be an investment even though some people they, they don't have the extra money to invest they really need it due to them not working however if some people still doing working from home and doing other things in that nature, do you think it's a good idea for them to invest in that 1200 So I'm going to tell you like this. Yes, I do. Now, you're right. Some people simply do not have extra income right now, right? They just don't have it because they're strapped for cash, all these different reasons, um, and they don't have it. I'm going to say two things. One thing is, like, I have a group right now. I do, like, these private investing group it's called PSIG it's a, um, a women's private stock investing group and my girls in, invest either $50 a month or $100 a month in, in the stock market and that's because I needed to be able to create a platform to meet people where they are right when I started investing I used to see so many different programs it's like if you have an extra $500 just invest now I'm like well I don't have an extra $500 right. so I guess the stock market is not for me right no that's not the case. Like you, you can invest with wherever you are. You know what I'm saying? Like I just told people recently, we have banks right now talking about bankruptcy. We have financial institutions talking about going out of business. When people start, when, when financial institutions start talking about like speaking that kind of language, we as consumers and investors, we need to start thinking about commodities, right? Commodities are something that hold value in themselves outside of the paper dollar so what did my girls buy last last class we bought stock in gold grain energy bandwidth 
these are the things and gold costs $20 you can buy into one of the top performing gold mining companies for $20 a share mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying the, you start where you are if you have a $1,200 stimulus check yes I say yeah put $100 at least if, if you can't like invest a large portion of it mm-hmm. invest something you know start just getting in the mind frame of putting something aside to invest in your future you see what I'm saying I don't care if you make 10 cents over the next year or three months is better than you having spent it and not having it anymore or it's sitting there and depreciating and you lose 10 cents because the value of the dollar is is decreasing if if that makes Mm -hmm. sense yo it makes a lot of sense but if it doesn't make sense to others can you elaborate more on it yeah yeah absolutely so First of all, yes. If you're getting a stimulus check, do I suggest that you invest? Absolutely. Yes. When it comes to investing, you you have to decide what's important at that moment for you to invest in, and you have to decide how much money you have to put into it, okay? And I'm going to tell you one thing that you don't want to do. You don't want to get overly excited about investing and be like, I'm going to put $300 in there. Because if you put too much, what are you going to do? You're going to have a bill due and you're going to turn around and you're going to pull that money out of the stock market and and pay your light bill. That's Mm -hmm. not what you want to do. Okay. You want to be realistic with yourself. And that's what budgeting too. I tell people all the time, when you create a budget, don't create a budget and try to force yourself to fit within that budget. You have to create a budget that complements your, your, your money language and your personality because that's the only way you're going to stick to it. It's just like, you know, a person that's trying to lose weight and they put them on a, um, a meal plan with like, you know, a bunch of vegetables and they don't eat vegetables. Like it's not going to work. <laughs> They're not going to stick with it, you know? So it's the same thing with your money, with investing, budgeting. You just have to, you know, find, you know, find something that's important to you to invest in and figure out what is appropriate, an appropriate amount of money for you to designate to it. But it could be little, $20, $50, $100, whatever you have, yes, start investing. Mm-hmm. And that and that's a, a great thing for anybody to do is invest in it. Now, as far as you um getting into the stock market and everything, did do you did you find yourself taking a loss during this um pandemic time? So yes and no. So the thing about me is I'm not uh so there's there in the stock market a lot of times you'll find two different kinds of investors, right? You'll find really active investors who are um investing in something for the short term meaning like literally it could be for a week a month or a couple days and they buy it and they have a prediction that the value of the stock is going to go up very quickly and then they'll sell it for that profit right so they'll buy it one day three days later they'll sell it they'll buy something a week later they'll sell it that's very active investing i am what's called a passive investor so i do what's called a buy and hold so I buy my stuff to hold long term. Either I'm gonna hold it long enough, you know, to pass on to my kids, right? So some people bought Apple and Microsoft and things like that, and they're still holding it 20 years later, and they're mm-hmm. just probably up like 800%. So some things I buy to pass on to my kids, I put in a trust. Some things okay. I buy to to sell it during retirement, so I can cash out and get that money for my retirement. And then some things I buy and I hold, you know, five years just to to get the dividend payout because I want the extra income every month. So that's my kind of investing. So the reason I say yes 
I did lose because of course the value of the stock that I already own went down because it crashed. But I did not lose because I'm not really concerned about that because the stocks that I'm invested in, I know will recover. And because I didn't have any plans to sell them anytime soon, it really is not gonna, you know, the money is gone for now, but by the time I'm trying to cash out on them, it'll be back and I'll be fine. So yes okay. and no. I also okay. want to note, Go ahead. I want to note because I have a lot of people who have asked me, you know, in 2008 when the market crashed mm-hmm. um, and, and any other time that, you know, the stock market has crashed, people today, you know, in, in that 30, 30, I'll say like 26 to like 40 years old, they're saying, you know what, the last time the stock market crashed, I wasn't old enough or informed enough to take advantage of it. Because I keep joking with everybody, but it's, it's serious. I keep saying, you know what? The stock market is on Black Friday sale right now. So if you was ever thinking about buying something, you need to buy it right now because it's on Black Friday sale. <laughs> it's cheap right now. You know, it's cheap. And it's not because you're, you're not going to make the money back right away, but you can buy in while it's really, really low, hold it, and then eventually you'll get that profit from it. So I will say if you were, if you're the kind of person who's like, oh man, I wish I would have bought Disney or Apple or Netflix or anything, you know, when it was cheap, um, I would be balling right now. This is that time. It has come back around. Right now, things are way less expensive for you to buy into and Mm -hmm. you will recover and you will, you know, become very profitable in a lot of these stocks later on. Wow. And that and that is nothing but the truth. Now, I want to ask you something on a personal question level. For you to be in this business and you're guiding everyone, I know a lot of people are scarred from individuals that do provide services like you do. Mm-hmm. And some of them don't really walk what they talk. Can you give us a few, like, your experiences on... Because, I mean, you got to this point for a reason. Of course, you worked on yourself before you helped someone else. Can you give us um, a little background on yourself on how you got to this point and and how you become so informative about it? Um, So I can say I got to this point and became this informed because, you know, like you said, I've this is my journey okay so this is one let me tell you something when you said there's a lot of people that are scarred the way I get around that is by being transparent okay I'm transparent I am not making myself out to be anything more or less than what I am right and so when I speak to people especially one-on-one the reason I feel people are comfortable speaking to me is because I let them know listen I had a credit score that had a four and then I had a credit score that had an eight. I've taken out payday loans and I've looked at my account and was like literally start crying because I did not think that that amount of money was available to someone like me, right? I have been, you know, I have been to in a situation where I was, you know, living out of a hotel room and now I own multiple properties. But it's no, no one person is any more or less or better or anything than the next person. Sometimes life circumstances happen and you have to be able to just now, you just have to be able to, you know, seek out information that'll help you navigate in the right direction. 
And so I think that's pretty much, that's, you know, that's me. It's just, I've been through so much. I've been in so many different situations financially that were hard, that were embarrassing, that were, you know, just, just not good. You know, I've been sad. I've been stressed. I've been depressed about my money. I've been a whole lot of things, but you know, here I am today and you know, I know for sure when you have the education and one thing about it is when you educate a woman, you educate a village. So it was it took me to really get on my grind as far as being informed, as far as taking courses, as far as hiring mentors, as far as studying, you know, different areas of finance, applying them to myself to the people around me my you know once your family and friends start trusting you with their money then you know you own to something because people do not want you in a business okay so when it got to a point where family and friends start trusting me because they saw firsthand what I was doing um then I was like okay here you know here I am this is what I'm supposed to be doing and so that's just you know that's just how I how I go about it okay and that and that's wonderful that you overcame that because some people some people don't have the opportunity to or are not informative about it or anything and it's a blessing that you came up out of that and it's to a point where you're using what you taught yourself and using it on to help other people as well that's right um so tell me a little bit more about um your experience in corporate america because i've noticed a lot of people quit corporate America and then starting their own business. Mm-hmm. So tell um, me a little bit more about your experience in it. So I came out of college and I got my dream job. Okay, I got my dream job. I was working for um, Fortune 500 company right in the heart of San Francisco. I was making a lot of money. You know, I was making a lot of money. Um, and they, you know, it was a great company. It was a great company. I had, you know, they had just, they just offered their employees so much, right? Um, great coworkers. I think that for me, you know, co- corporate America is for some people and it's not for others. For me, I got to a point where I just, I mean, I knew from I knew that I was undervalued, right? Because most people in corporate America are undervalued. <laughs> That's just the reality. Like, I don't. If I say it like this, if you're making a whole lot of money at your job, it's because you're making your job a whole lot of money. Do you see what I'm saying? So I don't care how much you're making, it's really going to be a drop in the bucket compared to what you're making them, and that's just the reality. And so once I realized that I was grinding it out so hard, working on myself, working on my skills, development, and then I was taking so much time away from my family because I was commuting back and forth and just all these elements that were building up inside of me. And then to couple that with knowing that I was not passionate about it, mm-hmm. it just for me, it just made sense to transition. Like it just made sense. I just started really really putting like I was working full-time and then I would I would come home on the um, bus that they provided from work to you know home and I would just be grinding out on my business you know on the bus I would be up late I would get up early it's just I don't know for me it's just 
I would prefer to put everything, everything that I was putting into their company, I wanted to put into my company. You know, all the development and personal development I was doing for to benefit them, I wanted to benefit me. I wanted to have something passed on to my kids. I mean, I was, you know, it, it was just that simple for me. It was no one big blow up. It was nothing like a, a bad experience with a, okay. a supervisor or anything. It wasn't anything like that. It was just, I, it clicked that I was supposed to be doing something else. I went deeper into my own journey with money. And then for me, it was just, it just became, it just fell into alignment, really. That's just as best as I can put it. <laughs> That's good. So tell me a little bit about your childhood. What was it like growing up? Um, my childhood was good. I grew up in East Oakland, California. Um, my parents have been married for a long time. Um, my parents are very young parents. Like my, they had me when I was when they were nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been kind of I went through the ebbs and flows of them growing up, right? So I had a really fun childhood because my parents were really young. Right. Um, I have a younger. I'm the oldest. I have a younger brother and a younger sister. Um, overall, you know, my dad was just like super, super hardworking. Like literally, would work like two, three jobs and. It's not because he wasn't making really good money on on his main job. It was just my dad was like, you know, he transitioned from like, you know, a life in the streets, if you know what I mean, into like being this family man and being responsible. So he was so used to having money coming in on demand that he mm-hmm. was just always working. Because he's like, if I can't go back to the streets because he didn't want to risk being taken away from us. Right. Like, I can't go back to the street, so I'm gonna just grind it out the you know the legit way, and he did. And so he was gone a lot because he was at work. You know, he worked all these crazy schedules, um, but he really taught me about the value of money because my whole thing was wow, my dad is willing to sacrifice so much of his time away from us to make sure that financially we're stable. So that must mean that being financially stable is really important. You know what I mean? Because I knew mm-hmm. that he loved. It around it so much um my mom was the same you know my mom was the same she wasn't like she was obviously in the home more because my dad wasn't um but overall you know we just grew up in a very fun loving healthy environment um my parents yeah they support they supported me in whatever I want to do like sometimes even if I had to force them like I said going to college or you know but overall they they're still very supportive like my dad literally sends me referrals my mom literally sends me referrals and they they also started a business when I was young it it only lasted a few years but I did get introduced to the whole you know business ownership entrepreneurship you know kind of kind of idea you know early on so I mean my parents I, I was I'm, I'm I'm very close with my family very 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 close with my family that's good and that's really good also to implement that you you broke a cycle by stepping out and going to college also so I know they're really proud about that I would like to think so and you know what's funny is um so I'm the kind of person the same way I am with she building her as far as I'm getting on there I'm kind of like trying to rally the troops like come on guys let's go let's do this let's do this I was that way since I was young and I realize that now because after I went to college, 13 of my cousins, and including my sister, are all HBCU graduates. Okay. Now, that's like, an example. I mean, it's really, 
like now that I look back and I'm an adult thinking about what I was doing at 18, 19, making sure I called my cousins and told them they can do it. Like, no, you can go to college. Like it is possible. And then I'm telling them about HBCUs. No, you know, this is, and it just like, now we have graduates from all, a ton of HBCUs, Tuskegee, um, Alabama A&M, Florida Memorial, Clark Atlanta. Like it's just, there's a lot of us a lot of us like all the women basically ended up going to college so we got a lot of professionals now in my family oh that is wonderful like you you should feel really good about that I mean I know you're humble but you still <laughs> should find time to you, you know to feel good about yourself that you did something I'm, and I could tell you're like that you're, you're really humble about it and, but you have to give your, yourself credit sometimes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you Thank really, you. No, I appreciate that. Yes, I could tell. It, it's just because <laughs> it, it's a difference. Like when someone naturally does something and they love to do it and that's what they want to do, they are the most humblest people ever because it's like, it's nothing to what we do it's like oh okay it's nothing but somewhere in there you have to give yourself credit and a pat on the back that you are doing amazing things especially helping these women with their financial goals <laughs> you know the, the the thing too is I, I will that I really want to communicate is that you know you're not alone like I feel like so many women like on you know on the gram mm-hmm. everybody everybody's stunting on the gram you know so it's like yes. oh everybody got this they got that they look this I bought this and it's like so hard to come out and say I'm in debt mm-hmm. you know I don't have anything put away for retirement I don't know where the heck my money goes every month like it's really hard to say that in the the world of social media and what you know what we see and so I just want to make sure people know like women know black women know you are not alone you know you are not alone like people every you know like it's okay because what you have is not who you are okay and you we can do this like we can do this do not feel embarrassed do not feel ashamed like it's fine as long as you recognize where you're you're not as strong and you seek the information you are miles ahead of where you were you see what I'm saying like like I really want people to really understand that mm-hmm. and, and we have we have to <laughs> we have to understand it one yeah. thing I, I like is just that that you're just you're doing it you, you know you're not just talking it it's just the fact that you're doing it and you're guiding them and you're helping them and I'm sure they love it and appreciate you. I'm think I'm, I'm gonna end up talking to you after this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm happy to. I'm happy to. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I I try to put like as much information. Like I told you before we started, I'm a talker. So my sister always calls me and be like, "Star." why are your videos eight minutes long <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like I can't help it you know like they work 14 minutes but now they're just eight she's like your videos need to be like two minutes I'm like it's no way it's no way I can communicate what I want to communicate in a two-minute video you know um so 
I try to put as much information out there. Like literally, I try to put as much information out there as I can. So, you know, if you can hop over to the page, I tell people all the time, screenshot what's valuable to you. You're not going to connect with everything because everything is not where you are right now in your journey, but screenshot it, save it, you know, do whatever you have to do to make sure you're, you're informed so that you don't end up being in a situation where you're around people having these money conversations and you feel like you don't have anything to contribute. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. just get, get, get the, get the information, process it, store it in your brain so that, you know, you'll have it with you to move forward. That is amazing. So for women out there, I would like for you to say something real inspirational for them to continue to move forward in life and prosper. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let me think. <laughs> Let me think. Okay. Um, to be inspired. Um, I guess. I guess the main thing. First of all, if you have not read "The Year of Yes" by Shonda Rhimes, like read it, okay? Because we as women are the greatest resource to mankind, okay? And so every single one of us, and this is going to kind of sound far out there. My husband is, is like, girl, you what are, what are you, a hippie or something? I'm, it's going to sound far out there. But, <laughs> but listen, there is greatness that was already allotted to you. It is already in alignment, you know, to your purpose and to your, your being as a, as a person. You have to, your job is to look and figure out how to navigate from where your current mind state is to where that greatness greatness is that you already have that's already yours okay and like I said I know that sounds far out there but it is so real and if you haven't read your yes please read it please read it because everything that you have in your mind or in your heart that you want it's yours you can have it and I just want to keep re-emphasizing like you can have it it may not look or come with a package in the way that you expected or thought but it's yours you know you just got to get out there and you got to get it mm-hmm. and, that, and that's what that's what we got to do ladies <laughs> <laughs> we definitely got to get it so could you tell us how to contact you if some women want to reach out to you and gather up more information or even you provide your services to them Absolutely. So um, you can visit my website. That's going to be www.shebuildingher.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at shebuildingher underscore CA, like California. You know, shebuildingher underscore CA. I'm on all major like social media, LinkedIn, Twitter. I have like three followers on Twitter, by the way. I have no idea how to navigate Twitter, but anyway. (laughs) Twitter, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, all those. I'm on all those social media platforms. But you can also just head to my, um, to any of my pages and send me an email, a DM. I love to connect. I love to talk. You can, you know, please, I'm not beyond approach, right? Like you can reach out to me. If you have a question or anything, you can always reach out to me. And I'm very, um, I'm very responsive. So yes and if you wanted to like i always encourage people to join um my women's stock investment group because it's really like a dynamic experience it's five months long 
and you're investing either $50 or $100 a month. But the biggest thing is that you are receiving a solid foundation in how to invest in the stock market, which will last you a lifetime, right? I tell people all the time, like, I'm not going to give you the meal. I'm going to teach you how to fish. And that's that's what I'm trying to do here. Wow. Could you tell me um, a success testimony about For, your services? Um, I think... You know, I guess in general, I guess in general, I most of my clients honestly are women who are in that phase of I just don't know where my money goes every month. So, I mean, I have had two clients, right, come to me and then like, I want to purchase property in the next few years. Like, this is what everyone says. I want to, you know, purchase property in the next few years. And um, both of them purchased within 18 months. A multifamily unit, cash flowed one side, like so they lived in one unit and rented the other unit and the rented unit um, covered the mortgage on the full property. So they were basically just living in their own property, but rent free or mortgage free. Um, you know, I have people who have paid off, you know, eight, eight $10,000 in credit card debt in 12 months. You know, like just it's, it's really, it's, what I do is not a quick fix, but is just provide a foundation. So I've had women, I mean, I've had women do all kinds of things, really. I mean, it's, they just come out empowered. They're in, they're, they're just in control of their money. And when you're in control of your money, you're really in control of your life, right? Because money provides things, freedoms and opportunities that if you didn't have it, you would not have. And that's just the reality of the situation. So yeah, I mean, purchasing property, getting credit together, saving money, paying off debt. You know, I can't go too far into anybody's situation because money is like a very personal subject, but- Oh yes, it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I, I think that's that's the number one thing. Like people have to trust you with their secrets. You know, this I tell people all the time, we have a more intimate relationship than you and your boyfriend. Because when is the last time, you know, you can honestly, and it's going to be full transparency, like, if you think about every person that you slept with, how many of those were you willing to share a bank account with, right? Mm -hmm. How many of those were you willing to show, you know, exactly how much money you had to your name? Like, not many of them. So we have a more intimate relationship than you and your spouse, sometimes, than you and your spouse. So I'm never going to... um, break that trust you know because that's that's a lot of trust to put into somebody so yes it definitely is (laughs) (laughs) yes well I really enjoyed this interview it was really informative I've learned a lot myself just off the things that you shared and I'm sure you have so much more to share because I have watched some of your um live um interviews on Instagram too you're really good Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me to be a part of this platform. I actually did the same thing, went and looked through all your, um, you know, your previous episodes and listened and looked and read and got caught up on you. And I absolutely love, love what you're doing. I love the service that you're providing. And now that I know a little bit of background about you, like I love, you know, your tenacity. I'm so proud and happy and grateful that you are just stand on your journey because now you know our journeys have crossed and met and you know we, this was meant 
you know yes. so you would have pulled out at times probably when you felt like you was done with it <laughs> you we wouldn't have ever had this opportunity so I'm I'm grateful for you keeping going and be inspired and you know that I'm I'm here in any regard even if you just want to talk bounce ideas you know as an entrepreneur to entrepreneur it's it's important to have a, a strong support system so girl yes and that's been a huge lack for me for my beginning years but now it's like I'm surrounded by some amazing women and I never thought I would be at this point and and it's peaceful <laughs> and I can imagine but you know what it's because you know energy you can read energy right so like I can tell like you were saying about me like I can tell this you know you're doing this and you take your time to do this because this is something that you feel is within your calling right this is where your heart is and, and you can tell and I can tell in your conversation your demeanor even in your first email it's like hey girl I'm like see this is somebody I'm gonna vibe with I can see that right now you know? <laughs> so you know like I appreciate keep keep on your journey you you are destined for a lot so we're we're happy to have you thank you I really appreciate that and we're gonna have to do us a um a live too I would love that I would we love to that. do that because I, no, I haven't have been live yet so it's gonna be something new for me I've got to get used to this camera <laughs> Girl, it's so scary every time I go live I literally have to like put on some music first and get myself in a real zone because I am so nervous every time I go on Instagram live so yeah it ain't gonna yes. get easy. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And I'm, if possible, I'm gonna contact you a little later today. I, I will be looking forward to it. Thank you. My pleasure. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you everyone for tuning in to Life Her Podcast, where we help heal women all over the world. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Life Her Podcast, and check out our YouTube page as well. And make sure you subscribe. You can also look onto our website and you can purchase merchandise and listen to the podcast episodes. I am Yvette Lloyd. I am Life Her. Love yourself, ladies. Take care of yourself and others you love dearly.